All right, we got huge games coming your way here in January, including a doubleheader on Saturday, two monster games, including Titans Jags for the division. We got the FCS championship game Sunday on ABC, and then Monday night, the national title at stake as TCU takes on Georgia coverage on basically every ESPN platform. Going to be a great long weekend uh, and month of sports here on ESPN. As we welcome you back to our studios here, we come to you live, as always, from the Seaport. Brought to you by Chase. Graziano is here. Rob Ninkovich, Damian Woody, Diana Rossini is live with us in Buffalo. She's going to join us in a moment as we open here with the very latest on Bill's safety, Damar Hamlin, who remains in critical condition at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. The Bills announcing yesterday that Hamlin showed, quote, signs of improvement, that Hamlin's oxygen levels have improved since he was brought to the hospital on Monday night. The Bills added that Hamlin will remain in intensive care as the health team continues to monitor his condition. A little over an hour ago, Adam Schefter tweeted this, uh, that DeMar Hamlin's father, Mario Hamlin, addressed the entire Bills team on a Zoom call Wednesday, that's yesterday, to personally update everyone in attendance on his son. Mario Hamlin informed the Bills that DeMar was making progress, and in the words of one source, quote, the team needed it. We now welcome in our Diana Rossini, who is live with us in Buffalo, covering all of the events there. Diana, welcome back. What can you tell us about what is going on there today and what we can expect? Yeah, good morning, Greeny. You know, a sliver of normalcy here for the Buffalo Bills organization, as it has been described to me as a very fluid situation in terms of their schedule for today. But for now, I was told around 12 o'clock, we're going to hear from head coach Sean McDermott. This will be the first time we're hearing from him. Then the team will have a practice right after that. And then after the players will then have an open locker room where we'll have an opportunity to chat with these Bills players. We have not heard from anybody since the incident happened on Monday night. So still, we're learning a lot hour to hour here. And when I was talking to some people with the organization they continue to just share the same message, which is we really want our players to speak for themselves, which we'll get that opportunity today. But they're all still continuing to try to figure out together what the next thing is. The team did go through a walkthrough yesterday. They had some meetings. There's been a lot of conversations in the organization about what they want to do, how they're feeling, and really a lot of comfort in admitting that this is very very difficult and I know you got Dan there in studio and Dan's been with the Bills too covering them for years as well as I have and and this organization is fantastic at communicating with their fans through the media and it's been really quiet and it's been quiet for a reason because this is so delicate and unique and obviously something this team has never dealt with but we are going to learn more as the coaches, they're preparing, Greeny, for this game against the New England Patriots as difficult as it is. There is a game plan in place that they are working towards as, again, we're getting close to a little bit of normalcy here in Buffalo. All right, Diana, we'll look forward to your coverage all day long uh, as uh, some of those conversations begin to take place. Thank you, and, and welcome back again as I bring it back to the table here. And I will just turn first to the players sitting here because uh, no, no football player has ever gone through exactly what is happening here. But as best you can, trying to imagine being in a position where you have seen what has happened to your teammate, to your brother, and in many cases uh, on that team, to your close friend, 
and trying to compartmentalize, trying to somehow process all of that yeah. and at the same time prepare to play a football game on Sunday. How, how would you imagine that would work if it was you? Well, you know, it's really difficult for them as a team, um, but when you are on the football field, that really is, is your, your kind of a place of therapy, therapeutic when you're on the football field running around doing the things that you love to do, um, what you've <laughs> wanted and, and aspired to be your whole life. Um, you know, I think that the Buffalo Bills could, can kind of even build more of a tight relationship knowing that let's get back on the field, let's do what we love. Um, and, again, it's, it's something that nobody has experienced. You know, as a football player, you experience guys being injured, um, being gone for the season, but nothing to the extremes that we've, we, we saw last week. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think it's definitely a very difficult thing for this team but it also is another moment where they come together, they bond, and they get back to something that they love doing. And that's the, that's the therapy, that's the, the game itself, like being a, a therapeutic thing for this whole team mm -hmm. and the coaching staff um, and, and everyone that's involved in the situation. Would complicated stuff. Uh, very complicated because normally as players, we're used to dealing with, you know, like, you know, like Nico talked about injuries and stuff like that. But when you have an incident that happens on the field, so like, you know, a medical emergency, that's something that we're, quite honestly, as players, we're really not equipped to deal with. Um, and, and so this is a very unique situation for, for these players up in, in Buffalo because nothing is stopping. Think about this. They got to they gotta prepare for the New England Patriots. They got to play in a game where this game means a lot for both teams. So not only are you dealing with a situation where you're constantly looking for answers as far as your, your brother, your teammate, uh, medical updates, but you also know that, hey, on Sunday, we got to play an important game. How do you balance How do you balance the two? And so I think that is the dilemma that the Buffalo Bills organization is facing right now as they prepare for the New England Patriots. And it's next to impossible to know what to do because the reality is there isn't a right or wrong thing Correct. to do. Everyone is going to process this as they do. I've said many, like I've talked about mental health many times on the air. It's not something I keep private. I'm not a doctor, but I've been a patient for 30 years. And one of the best things that we've seen in sports in recent years is a willingness on the part of people to step forward and say, I'm not handling this well. There will be a lot of players on that team who don't. There isn't any wrong way to handle this. That said, there are complicated decisions that have to be made by a lot of people who don't work in that building, and many of them work in the National Football League office. And I know that you've been talking to a lot of them and been on conference calls and all of that. As far as the schedule, as far as playing this weekend against uh, the, the, the Patriots, as far as the possibility of making up the game against the Cincinnati Bengals, all of those things are being decided as well. Yeah, yesterday, I mean, league officials were meeting and talking about the idea of do we make up the Bengals-Bills game? Is there a way to, to play that uh, and, and get it restarted? Um, I think they're probably going to have a decision and an announcement on that in the next day or two. Uh, possibly today, I think it, it seems like the most likely outcome is that they don't resume that game, that they call it a no contest or a tie, uh, and, and then the standings sort of fall where they may around that, which is a tough break for some teams in terms of the standings. You mentioned earlier the Baltimore Ravens would then be eliminated from division contention, right? The Bengals would win the division. So an imperfect solution. The other possibility would be kind of sliding – the playoffs back a week and then taking, getting rid of that week in between the conference championships and the Super Bowl, it's available, but I, I think that would cause uh, other issues uh, that teams would be unhappy about as well. So in terms of this week, Troy Vincent from the league did say yesterday that he's been in contact with Sean McDermott, with people at the Bills, uh, and basically just to make sure they're doing okay. 
Uh, but he said, if, you know, basically the question was about if the Bills said they weren't ready to play this week, what would that mean to you guys? And, and he said, we would, we would be guided by how they feel. And, and I think so that at least brings up the possibility of that. But as you heard from Diana, um, they are preparing to play that game against the Patriots. I checked in with some people there yesterday, just, hey, how are you holding up? And, and most of them said something along the lines of what Nico said, you know, being back out on the practice field with the guys, that makes, it makes things a little bit easier. So the key is this tweet from Schefter where, where he talks about the father addressing the team. What this team needs, I think, in order to get its, its frame of mind right to play a game is some good news, right? Is some, is some positive medical news on DeMar Hamlin. And to the extent that they can get that, I think that will only help uh, them move forward. Because not only are they dealing with what they saw on the field, but they're also dealing with concern for their friend and teammate. Uh, and to the extent that you can alleviate any of that, I think it helps the situation. And I think just putting myself in their position, hearing from the family, if indeed, and I, I of course don't know exactly what Mario Hamlin told them, but if the message contained something like, we want you to go out and play, he would want you to go out and play, those sorts of things, getting that permission, if indeed that's the right word, might also make a difference. Now, let me set the table quickly here because we jumped a little bit ahead of where we meant to go as far as what is actually at stake. Because we all understand that while the circumstances involving DeMar Hamlin are infinitely more important than anything else involving football, that there are a lot of things to be decided here. And the likeliest scenario, these are the clinching scenarios as we see them. Had the Bills beaten the Bengals, had that game been played to its conclusion and Buffalo won on Monday night, then they, Buffalo, would have controlled their own destiny for the all-important one seed and the bye. Assuming that game does not get played, then it is Kansas City that is in that situation. If they win on Saturday, then they are the one seed, and that's the end of that conversation. And then uh, Buffalo and Cincinnati will slot in where they do. Uh, Cindy Morello, our director, let's play the Joe Burrow sound just so you get to hear. Burrow has handled this so well, and I think people have been so impressed. Just tell me when that's ready, because Cincinnati quarterback Joe Burrow um, had some comments on this as well, as many have, and, and they're all trying to deal with this in their own ways. Here's what Joe Burrow had to say about it yesterday. I think that would be tough, uh, just just scheduling-wise. I think, you know, I think whatever Buffalo would want to do would be what we would want to do as well. We're you know, behind them 100% support them in, in whatever they would decide to do going forward. And, and that's uh, the Bengals are another team that still would have had an outside shot at the one sure. seed and the, and, the, and the first round bye. And those things feel in this moment insignificant. But of course, in the scheme of pro football, they're not insignificant. Who wins the championship is certainly not something that's insignificant. And so this affects a lot of players on every team. And uh, the league, I think, just has to find whatever the best solution is to a, to a situation that you're never going to find a good solution to what is a tragic circumstance. Yeah, I don't envy the league at all. Like, I, it's, they're in a very tough situation uh, trying to figure this whole thing out because, you know, everyone talks about fair. Well, I don't think there's a fair solution for anyone in, in this whole scenario right here. Uh, but listen, the season is going gonna, gonna to move forward. That's the That's the... You know, for whatever you might think, that is the reality of the situation that the season's going to continue to play it out, get, continue to get played out. Someone's going to be the number one seed, and other teams aren't going to be the number one seed. So, you know, it, it, it's, man, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. But I, I, I look at this thing that DeMar Hamlin, as players, you know, look towards him. I think, the, you know, especially for the Buffalo Bills, they have to be thinking of themselves like, 
man, we, we got a we, we started a mission. We're going to finish this mission. Mission. Mm-hmm. Our brother, he's down. There's nothing we can do for him right now. He's in excellent. He's getting excellent <laughs> care. But Demar will want us to finish this mission that we started way back in July. And I think that's kind of that's that's going to be kind of the marching orders as, as they move forward. Yeah, I, I don't see um, them being able to make up the game. And and first and foremost, the NFL, what they need to make sure that they do is is take care of the players and, and the health and safety of the player. I don't think playing two games, because every single team has one week where they're on a short week and they're playing Sunday, then they're playing Thursday. So at the end of the season, you're already beat up at the end of the year. So to try and play two games in, in a week, I, I just don't see, I don't see that working. So Whatever they decide to do, I don't have all the answers here on what they should do, um, but they need to just make sure that they put the players' safety number one instead of just trying to get a game made up. For sure. Just as a final thought, should we as fans be expecting to hear something from the league soon regarding that decision, whatever it is they decide to do? I think it's possible. They were talking about it last night, and they recognized that they should probably announce something soon. So. It's possible. And look, people are going to be upset. Like, there's going to be people that say, oh, this isn't fair to the, the Bills. This isn't fair to the Ravens. This isn't fair to the Bengals. And, and I mean, they're all going to be right, right? But it's, all, you know, it's not fair to DeMar Hamlin and his family that he's lying in a hospital bed. Like, 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 like life isn't fair. So I think people have – if you're upset, whenever this decision comes down, you're upset about the effect it has on your team, your, your favorite NFL team – Go listen to the Joe Burrow press conference again because that's a young man who's handling this and processing it the right way. Yeah. The business of football will continue one way or another, and we'll continue to cover it for you here. All right, with that thought in mind, we'll take a short break. We'll get to another game uh, coming up on Sunday night that means a whole lot. Aaron Rodgers told everybody, and most of us didn't believe. Now, all of a sudden, he and the Packers control their own destiny. Will they complete their journey on Sunday night? And then, according to his coach, Dak and the Cowboys are all in to try and win the division and get the one seed. I'm not sure they're handling that right. I'm in an argument with Dak's brother about it now. We'll talk about it as we continue. You're watching Get Up on ESPN. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from $25 and under to $100 and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like For the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals. That's dell.com slash deals. 
We're back on Get Up, and the Green Bay Packers have certainly taken the road less traveled, but here's where they find themselves. With a 67% chance to make the playoffs uh, on Sunday uh, this season, and it's very simple. All they need to do is win Sunday night against the Lions, and they're in. A lot of people this year have written them off, and those people include the gentleman who is currently seated directly to my left. Sometimes a picture is worth a thousand that, words, or in this case, it. at least two. It's what do you over. Think? The Packers are in trouble. They're going down. The season's <laughs> over. It's a fairy tale, man. I don't see that. That's a piece of cheese, and it's smelly. It's over. Their season's over. Done. Benito. Well, we've all seen some of the uh, commentary outside. Now what are you going to say? Wow. All right, Ninko. He wants to know <laughs> what you're going <laughs> to All right, you're man enough to admit it. How in the world did this happen, Rob Ninkovich? This man, he did it to me. Aaron Rodgers. I'm a man. You need a minute? You make mistakes. People make mistakes. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, this isn't the first time uh, he's made me look foolish. Uh, He made me look foolish as a player, but we'll talk about that later in the show. Uh Um, You know, I I just think that uh, you just got to swallow your pride. And, And the Packers, at the time... When I said it was over, they were playing like it was over, okay? Mm-hmm. Can we just be real here? The defense wasn't playing well. The offense was looking a little uh, a little sorry there. So now they've gone on a nice little winning streak. In the last month of the season, their defense has really taken over. They've played really well. The running game looks good. Um, and Aaron Rodgers is doing Aaron Rodgers things. He's making great throws. Um, he's playing the air guitar in, in the end zone. So, again, I was wrong. And the Green Bay Packers have put themselves in a position uh, to be in the playoffs. How have they done it? How have they turned it around from a team that absolutely looked finished to where they sit right now? Well, you would think that an Aaron Rodgers-led team, it, it would be on the, on, the, on the shoulders of Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. But that's been far from the case. It's really been the defense and the running game. Mm-hmm. The defense has done a great job of creating turnovers. They've been getting them in bunches. Got the, the, the same defense that we thought coming into the season was going to be the, 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 the side of the ball that was going to carry the team early with, you know, Devontae Adams moving on to, to the Las Vegas Raiders and those young receivers. Now they're living up to what we thought they were going to be coming into the season. And the running game has really caught fire as of late. Aaron Rodgers actually has been kind of pedestrian. We've seen some flashes here and there from Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. But if you look at what he's done this year, Compared to, obviously, his MVP here, he's been pedestrian. We can actually show you the numbers. Even during this four-game win streak, Cindy will get it up there for us. Uh, Look at the numbers during this four-game win streak, and he's only thrown one touchdown in each of these. Now, again, these would be very good numbers for for many people, but this has not been to to the point that D. Wood is making, Dan. This has been a team effort, which is something that many of us wondered where it was all year long. It was supposed to be the running game and the defense, and now finally it has been. It just took a while for everything to come around. The idea was the run game and the defense would carry them while the passing game came around. Well, they all took their time coming around. I'm covering this game uh, for for Sunday Countdown, and I had a chance yesterday to talk with uh, Taylor Decker, the Lions tackle. Mm -hmm. And I asked him, like, how does the Packer defense look different to you watching on tape? He said, well, they got Devondre Campbell back. You know, he missed – Time in November with an injury. He said that's their green dot, their captain on defense. You know, so they're better organized, et cetera. So a lot has changed for the Packers as the season's gone along. And and Aaron Rodgers, oddly enough, is not among those things. He's been very steady, right? But but there's a lot of value in that as well. And the way the team came around around him, the ability to lean on the running backs, improved health on the offensive line, 
the rookie receivers contributing at a high level. It's been something to see. We will make our picks on this game at the end of the hour here because we will do big man tiny helmets a little bit, as is our Thursday tradition. There's something that I think needs to be pointed out because in all of the busyness and, and some of the, the totally different storylines, obviously, that we've dealt in this week, I'm not sure that every fan has this front and center. This game is win and you're in for Green Bay. Correct. It is not necessarily for the Lions. The Lions need Seattle to lose yeah. earlier in the day. That's, uh, they're playing it's a, it's a, it's a 4 o'clock game, right? It's got to be. The they're playing the Rams. Yeah. They're playing the Rams. Should the Seahawks win that game, then the Lions will be eliminated mm. before this game kicks off. It's win and you're in for the Packers regardless, but it's not necessarily. So that factors into this as well. By the time this game kicks off, the Lions might not. Now, I'm sure they would love to knock Green Bay out of the playoffs, but they may not be playing for the postseason. Yeah, absolutely. But listen, uh, credit to Dan Campbell and company for what they they bought this Lions team from a one and six start to now, you know, being what, eight and eight? Yep. And, you know, now they're eight and eight. So, yep. I mean, they th this Lions team, we, we, you know, as much as we talk about Aaron Rodgers, he's not the hotter quarterback in this matchup. Yes, Jerry yes. Goff is the hotter quarterback yeah. in this matchup. This Lions offense is one of the best offenses in the National Football League. And, and Nico, you talked about it last hour. Like, the Detroit Lions, particularly on defense, they're cranking up the heat on quarterbacks as far as pressure and sack. So, this is not going to be an easy game for the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field. Look, from one and six, mm -hmm. they've gone seven and two. There are two losses. They've only really played one what you might call bad game. One of those losses was to the Bills, arguably the best team in the home sport, in the whole sport, on a last-second field goal on Thanksgiving. We all watched yep. that game. They were right there yep. to win it. They played one gaming where they got run on, you know, like crazy by Carolina. That's really the only bad game they've played. Now, Ninko, you mentioned that Rodgers has made you look bad before. Yeah. Th there were the predictions you've made this year. Those didn't work out so well. Th this would be another time. Uh, oh, no. Get up, Ninko. No. What's happening here why don't you just turn it while it's in uh you know i so i'll tell you the story here there's a, all week i was i was designated to stop aaron Rodgers. i was the mirror guy okay. i was the guy You're the spy that, i was the spy i was the guy and i they had confidence the patriots had confidence that i could stop aaron Rodgers from scrambling mm. how'd that go well it, i failed uh, <laughs> i failed so in this particular play i was the mirror guy i get back i got i'm five yards from aaron Rodgers. he he gets out of the pocket i go i go to try and stop him and then he just gives me a little quick stiff arm and i fall to the ground and then he runs for a first down Okay, and then that's me getting up looking at Aaron Rodgers and thinking, I don't want to go to the sideline right now. Well, what did I Bill really Belichick don't... say to you on the sideline? What are we doing? He was <laughs> high-pitched. Uh, I can't say the exact words that he said. Uh. Um, but I just, I just to myself responded, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's so, okay. It's okay. Like, it wasn't okay at the time, and we lost the game, probably in my fault, but... He's continued to make you look bad even in your retirement, Ninko. Go ahead. One last time with a sign. I'm not sorry. <laughs> not sorry, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> this is fair enough. Okay. And then he winks at you with As those blue eyes. He's got the, you know, he's kind of got big eyes. I don't As like we continue here uh, rolling along, we will get to the Eagles. They've got some big decisions to make as they try and wrap up the one seed. We'll see if they're able to do it and if their quarterback is healthy enough to do it. And then it's a new year. It's a new contest between Sneaky Hembo and Dan Graziano. Here's today's question. Who's the last quarterback to lose a home playoff game against the Cowboys? My prediction is he gets it right next. Yeah, so what you made of. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Delicious, meat nutritious. And the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. All right, we are back, and if it adds any additional pressure, I got this one right. Oh, that does. My own head. Uh, so the Cowboys uh, might wind up hosting playoff games this year. We'll see. Who's the last quarterback to lose a home playoff game against the Cowboys? So the Cowboys will be on the road in this scenario. Last quarterback to lose a home playoff game against them. I believe the last time the Cowboys won. This is the question. The last time the Cowboys won a road playoff game. Correct. Right? Not the Super Bowl. A road playoff game. Right? And who was the quarterback? I believe that was 30 years ago, 92 season, 93 playoffs against the 49ers. The question, of course, is who was playing quarterback for the 49ers that day because it was right around the borderline of Montana and Young. So I think that was when Montana was hurt. I'm going to guess Steve Young. That is correct. It is Steve Young. <laughs> January year started right. Literally every word you said is right. It was January 17th, 1993. The Cowboys have lost eight consecutive road playoff games since that day. And by the way, just because I feel like it, I will tell you that in 2022, Graziano beat Hembo 38-28. Oh, and in right? 2021, you beat him 47-41. Oh, my goodness. You are now off to the one nothing well, start this there's season. There's always next year. All hail. Well, it, it is now <laughs> next year. That's right. It's always this year. This is this year. And so far, Graziano is up one nothing. All right, let's play a game called Right or wrong. Here we go. D. Wood, I'll start with you. Right or wrong, the Steelers are going to make the playoffs. Green is right. Right. Look, yes, the Steelers are going to find a way to make the playoffs. You got the two scenarios. They need the Buffalo Bills to, they need the New England Patriots to lose and, and the Miami Dolphins to lose. I think both of them are going to lose. The, the Miami Dolphins deal with quarterback situation. Yeah. Patriots got to play in Buffalo in a game that really matters. Mike Tomlin comes out Counting on the Jets, it's so wrong on lifting the them up. Razor. Yeah, I changed it. Don't, yeah, don't worry about me. I like I changed it. it. Graziano, yeah. Graz, the two list Dolphins will upset the Jets. The Jets are favored, right or wrong? Well, it's wrong because it wouldn't be an upset. Right. I, I, don't think, I, I believe the Dolphins will beat the Jets. Yes, I think. Uh, I think with Teddy Bridgewater, they'll be able to. Yeah, you know, Bridgewater hurt his hand in the game. We'll see, but he was able to practice yesterday. Uh, I think the Jets are 
and the Jets are done for this year. Uh, and then Ninko, the Cowboys should play their starters against Washington, right or wrong? I will not flip-flop my answers like Woody. Uh-huh. That is correct. <laughs> you play your starters in the last game of the year. There are guys that probably want to be on the football field incentive-wise. There's probably money on the line here. So you're the Cowboys. You want to roll into the playoffs with your best football being played. You play your starters. You don't rest them, Greeny. Okay? All right. So let's, let's talk about exactly what is at stake in this game. How can the Cowboys wind up winning the division and potentially even being the one seed? To win the division, it's pretty simple. They need to win their game, and they need the Eagles to lose to the Giants. Philly is a 14-point favorite. If that happens and the 49ers lose to the Cardinals, they're a 14-point favorite, then the Cowboys would be the one seed. Any other scenario, and they are the five seed, and they're going to Tampa in round one of the playoffs. So we talked about this earlier this morning, and uh, Tad Prescott, uh, who is Dak's brother, got very involved in this conversation on Twitter. So I can show you. I asked the question, should they play their starters? And he tweeted immediately at me, the answer is yes. So Tad is telling us that the answer is that they should play them. And then he went into a lengthy description (laughs) to me of why he believes they should, because he thinks they still have a lot to play for because the Eagles could lose. He said, under other circumstances, I'd agree. However, they're still playing for something. I've read Dayball isn't resting people. You don't think the Giants would enjoy being the reason the Birds lose that one seed? With that, the boys have to play for a home playoff game. Dan Grazi Tad Prescott is on your side. Yeah, he's absolutely right. And and obviously he's given this some thought. Uh, Look, (laughs) they have something to play for. Like, I don't know who's going to win the Eagles-Giants game. I know who's favored. But if you're talking, you're telling me it's a game that could be between Tyrod Taylor and Gardner Minshew. I mean, flip a coin. Like, I I don't know. So if you're the Cowboys, you cannot assume outcomes. I I think it would be pretty shocking if the Arizona Cardinals beat the San Francisco 49ers on on Sunday. But we've all been shocked before. You know, a year ago, we're sitting here going, oh, there's no way the Colts will go down to Jacksonville and lose to the Jaguars and blow the playoffs. They got got smoked. So uh, these things can happen. As long as that's possible, as long as it's possible for them to improve their standing, then they should try and win the game. I'll take it a step further. I think it's likelier that the Cowboys beat Sam Howell and the Washington Commanders without Dak than it is that the Giants wind up beating the Eagles regardless of who they're... Like, I'm just trying to figure out all the different probabilities of things that can happen. And the most important thing, you're the Cowboys. We just showed a statistic that they haven't won a playoff game on the road in 30 years. Yeah, but they, these guys were alive back then. They don't know that. I understand that. But, I mean, they also haven't won one in the last five years or in the last two years when these guys have had opportunities. They need to make sure they are as healthy as they can be going into the playoffs week one. This is not a new concept. Teams, when they don't have anything to play for, have frequently rested their starters. What I'm saying is I think the chances of their winding up winning this division are unlikely enough that I think I would lean on the side of not playing the guys. Let me ask you something. Go. Has everything been locked up yet? Absolutely not. So what what are we discussing here? We're discussing probability. That's what coaches deal in every single day. I mean, like, do the Cowboys have something to play for? As of this moment, they do. So, what are, are you watching the screen? Are you watching the, the moment screen? the game kicks off? They will too. <laughs> Let me ask you this: If you're in the second quarter of that game and you look up in the stadium and you see Philadelphia 28, NYG zero, are you getting your guys off the field? No. No, you're not. You play. You're in for a, a dollar. You're in. We're going to. We're just going to play the. We're going to just play the game. Haven't we? 
learned at this point that we have absolutely no idea who's going to win these games. Yes. I have a picture of Aaron Rodgers who was sorry. <laughs> I have no idea. Beautiful. I have no. It is. It is nice. <laughs> I am not claiming job. that I draw. I drew. I didn't. I'm not a great. Uh, I'm not great. a great artist. Yeah, okay. I'm not an artiste. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, let's just realize that we really don't know much. Okay. We just. We might think that we know, but at the end of the day, we don't know what the outcome is here. You got to play your starters. You got to put your best team out on the football field. Let me ask you a question. You got to go, go into the playoffs. Let me ask you a question. I, yes. Now, we've seen how the, the Dallas Cowboys have looked over the last month. Yes, we do. Do you think that by Bingo. sitting, you think by the, that by sitting these it. players that they're going to play better? Well, is it, it, I, let me I'm say this. Hmm? We've tried playing them, and they haven't played better. Let's try the other way and see if that gets better. Because playing them hasn't made it much better. Sometimes practice doesn't make perfect. It makes permanent. And so maybe getting a someone week off watching, will they're gonna, work. They're In the meantime, why is this still a thing? The Eagles have had, they've been able to wrap this thing up forever, and they haven't been able to do it. They could have clinched this, the one seed, in week 16 with a win. And Gardner Minshew, though, has started both games since then, and he's been turning the ball over three times against Dallas, and they lose that game by six. And then last week, they're home against the Saints, and they're a six-point favorite. But they managed just 10 points, their fewest in a game this year. They lost by 10. That's what keeps everybody else in the mix. So that gets to this week. Again, the Eagles are a 14-point favorite. But we still don't know who will be their starting quarterback. Here's Nick Sirianni talking about Jalen Hurts. We're going to see how this week goes, and we'll see how today's uh, walkthrough goes of, of everything. And then, you know, tomorrow we'll see a little bit more because we'll be more than a walkthrough. We'll be practicing. And so, you know, we'll get a better idea here within the next couple of days. So here's the thing. If there's one thing that it is coming and, and is giving me some pause on my previous opinion on the Cowboys, it is that... The Jalen Hurts thing is getting more and more interesting as every single day goes by. When he first got hurt, remember the stories that came out of there were, oh, he might very well wind up playing this weekend. Yeah, that was wrong. It, it's now starting to feel like the third consecutive week, and you were telling me if you had to bet on it right now, you don't think he'll play this time. I don't think he'll play this. Look, as the, as the weeks have gone on, and behind you it's gotten less foggy as the show's gone on. Yeah. That has not happened with the Eagles and the Jalen Hurts situation. Right. Look, I, 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 he was able to be a limited practice participant yesterday, which is more than he did last Wednesday. So there is some sign of progress and some sign of potential hope. My understanding, based on the conversations I've had, with the same people I had them with last week and the week before, uh, who were telling me the same stuff, is that I, I would be surprised if he were to play this week. Things can change, obviously. He could show them more than they expect. But right now, he's dealing with a shoulder injury. It doesn't sound like it's all the way right. And I think, I, I think the odds are better that he doesn't play than that he does. I'm going to ask you a question that I know in advance you don't know the answer to, but cool. maybe you can guess one way. If this was a playoff game, yeah. would it change that? I don't know. I, honestly, I don't. Yeah. I don't because it, it, he may be that hurt. He may be he hurt may enough be just that he couldn't hurt play, play if this yes. was the play. I, I don't think they're holding him out to rest him for the playoffs. No. I, I think if he could play, they will. I think if he can play, they'll play him. Okay, so fair, fair enough. Because there is an element of well, don't put him in harm's way until you absolutely have to give it a couple of more weeks that it might get better. That yeah. kind of thing. Again, they got to win a game, as far as they know. I mean, like they are playing for something. So yeah. I think if he can play, they'll play him. Uh, they, they're playing for something, no matter what. There are no circumstances, uh, almost um, implausible circumstances, in which this game means nothing to them. They would need Dallas and San Francisco mm-hmm. to lose. So th- they're definitely playing for yeah. something this weekend. So if he's 70 percent out of what are you doing no no you sit him down you You make sure that you don't put him out there in harm's way because 
if they do have to play in a week, you don't want a 70, say 70, 80%. Yeah. You don't want to take a step forward in his rehab over the last three weeks and then take three steps back, and now he can't even be available for you in the playoffs, which is the most important thing for this team right now. You just have to evaluate the player, make sure that he doesn't put himself out there in harm's way. And in his position, the way that he plays football, he's going to – be hit he's going to be tackled and land on that shoulder again so you got to make sure that he's in, in the proper space as far as his health is availability for the playoffs is the number one priority for for the Eagles. but the things that you're seeing him do on the screen right now Damian Woody are the things that make him special he has turned himself into an excellent pocket passer but what has made him a leading candidate for MVP of the league is his ability to then take off and run with the ball which means putting himself in harm's way. How does that factor into this? You don't want to put him in harm's way. I mean, listen, you're not going to change his, his playing style. If Jalen Hurts, if Jalen Hurts is going to play, that's you're telling everyone that everything is available, right? Like he's going to run the football, whether it be the design runs or scramble. Well, when you do that, you expose yourself. We know he has the hurt shoulder. Do you do you want to risk putting him out there now, where he could possibly re-injure it and be out for the postseason? No, you can't do it. And, but also, here's what, I, here's what I also will say. It's amazing how much value Jalen Hurts has to this football. Mm. Yep. Amazing. All these pieces that were brought into the Philadelphia Eagles, you subtract Jalen Hurts, and now they can't find a way to win a, win a football game? You're saying Ninko should send his I was wrong sign to Mike Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> that is that system. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts might have wrapped up the MVP by getting hurt and <laughs> disappearing. I, I, I am told, I'm being told that Tad has tweeted at us again. And so let's see, Tad. So, Greedy, you just said the boys hadn't won a playoff game on the road, so why not play for a home field? Tad, I love you. Here's the reason why. Because the Eagles are going to win. They're going to beat the Giants in a game that they desperately need. I mean, the Eagles why, are going to win. This is why you're who you are and we are not. You know the outcome of NFL games. Wait a minute, hold I don't on. know them. You literally, you literally just read, like, coming into this segment, how the Eagles, they – Lost to the Cowboys. They did. Then they went home and lost to the Saints. They did. Without Jalen Hurts. Yes. Now you are you assuming that they're just going to automatically win against the New York football Giants without Jalen Hurts? A playoff team. A playoff team. That's right. Don't hit me with all your facts oh. and information. Okay? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not feeling well. I'm, not, I'm having a hard time digesting all this in the first place. Tad, I appreciate the conversation. Let's get this thing done this weekend. As we continue, we got the Lamar Jackson situation to deal with, and it's not good. Are we seeing signs of a serious problem between the superstar and his team? Spoiler alert, the answer is yes, and we'll explain why next. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, we're back on Get Up, and our next stop is Baltimore, where once again, Lamar Jackson was not present during media viewing of yesterday's practice. It marks the 13th straight practice he has missed with a knee injury. And if you listen to his coach, John Harbaugh, you can easily hear the frustration in his voice. You know, I'm just probably going to leave all that stuff alone. You know, I'm going to focus on the game and uh, uh, just get ready to, to coach our guys and have our guys get ready to play the game. So the more I think about this, because this is back-to-back days now that we've had different sound bites from John Harbaugh, and everyone has had the reaction, and Dee Wood was laughing yesterday, and Dan has got the face. The more I think about it, the more I think it's also particularly significant that it is John Harbaugh, because that's a guy who's been around the block. He knows that his reaction is going to be gauged. Right. So, you know, he, he's not even trying at this point to put a good face on the situation. That, that is a coach who was frustrated and has given up trying to pretend otherwise, right? Absolutely. I mean, like, like John Harbaugh, like you said, he knows, like, the different reactions that he's been putting out on display is very telling. Even players know, like, players read and see that and read into that as well. And I would be frustrated, too. Have we seen the Baltimore Ravens offense over the last month? Yeah. Like, oh. they've been – well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's great. Right. Technically, you're right. We have not seen the Baltimore right. Ravens offense, but they've been terrible. terrible. Okay? And you now you talk – we don't know when Lamar Jackson is going to come back. Everyone's been speculating, but Lamar Jackson knows that – I think each and every game that Baltimore plays where their offense stinks, it just – makes Lamar Jackson look even better. And why would he go back out there on the field less than 100% to possibly hurt himself in the next round of negotiations as far as his contract is concerned? Look, we all understand the contract is what it is. I remember many, many years ago, Nico, I had uh, I hosting the old radio show, Mike and Mike, and I had Chris Carter on with mm-hmm. me. And Chris Carter said, look, th- I-, I let the teams know. If, if you give me the contract that I want, then I'll be out there. I'll be shot up. You know, I'll do what, all the stuff that it takes to get on the field, and I'll do it. But you got to meet me halfway. So if this player does not feel he, – he doesn't have it. He doesn't have a contract. He doesn't have the security. He doesn't have that situation. A lot of players in his situation – and we're not suggesting he's, he's not really hurt. He's obviously really hurt. But a lot of players would be very cautious about coming back under these circumstances. You have to be cautious. I mean, th- that is – the most important thing for Lamar is to make sure that he is 100% healthy, not 80% healthy, 100% ready to go when he gets back on the football field because this isn't just a finger injury. This is this is his livelihood. This is a, a knee injury that we don't know the significance of it, but when he does step back on the football field, he's going to hit his knees on the ground. He's yeah. going to fall. He's going to be tackled. He's going to be hit. So you have to make sure that you are 100% ready to go as a football player, and if you're not, You can't go out there. So for their final game of the regular season, you see it there. They're at Cincinnati. Assuming the Bengals and Bills don't make up their game, then the Bengals have already won the division. The Ravens are in as a wild card. Maybe this weekend isn't quite as important. We're dealing in the moment, but I do think it's to take 30 seconds to sort of speculate. This is going to be an interesting offseason in Baltimore. Obviously, if the team is frustrated with the players' inability to get back on the field, whoever's fault that is, whether, whether it's his or not, 
then yes, it obviously complicates the contract situation more. The widespread expe expectation is and has been that they will franchise tag him and continue to work on a contract. But, you know, how does he react to that if mm. that's what they do? Uh, so, yes, very interesting to watch. This is a situation that has obviously taken at least a slight turn for the worse since the season started. I mean, you think about the Kirk Cousins situation once upon a time, the Dak Prescott situation once upon a time, and even Dak as brilliantly as he had played to that point. I mean, Lamar Jackson's a former league MVP yep. and all the rest of that. To be in a franchise tag situation this is going to be a very interesting offseason in Baltimore. But before we get to that, we got to figure out these final games. we got to make the picks. Welcome to the most dangerous this segment. Very... Big man, tiny helmet. Who's getting smashed? Oh. Tom Brady's not going to like that. That was an excellent <laughs> match. That stung a little bit. I'm not going to lie. It's dropping everywhere. How? Back up a little bit. Okay. How about that? That's going to be out of here. There's no coming back from that. I mean... All right, here we go with his big man, tiny helmets. We got Damian Woody. He's big. We got these very little helmets. He's got a mallet. He's going to smash the teams that are going to lose. We start with the Giants and the Eagles. Again, the Eagles are a 14-point favorite. We still don't know who their starting quarterback is going to be. We're not sure who the Giants are going to play. Take it away, Mr. D. Wood. Yeah, man. Like, the Eagles, God, you're playing for the number one seed, right? Like, win a damn game. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, Let's go. Oh, and then listen, I don't want anyone, I don't want anyone affiliated with the New York Football Giants to think I have some type of, you know, something against you. But I just, they think that. I, I, I had some extra energy, some extra it's, juice behind me. So that's all. How did that stay there? Yeah. I don't know. Well, well, it's like caked up right there. Yeah, they got yeah. some glue on there, but that's <laughs> remarkable. Okay, a Saturday night. Uh, this game is on uh, ESPN and ABC, and it is for the division, the AFC South. Titans, Jaguars. Jaguars have been very hot. Yes. Titans have been just the opposite. Give us a winner here, D. Wood. Let's, let's go. Let's go. I'm, I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Listen, I'm kind of upset that we don't have any, like, shrapnel, like, flying all over. The I think they, not. they put a lot of glue on they there. Did, they did. They did. Remember last week, this one still never came down? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> A lot of glue. Brandon, you're not you sabotaging my, my boy right well, here. Well, I mean, it's. I, I, I think the picture tells the story. Yeah, okay, got it. You listen, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, you know, over the past, what, month, month plus, is playing about as well as any quarterback in the national football. He's. Uh -huh. Doug Peterson's doing a great job. Okay, and then finally, you got Sunday night. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers win and you're in. Lions actually need some help earlier in the day. If Seattle loses, then the Lions can win their way into the playoffs. It's the final game of the regular season. Who's going to win it? There we go. How about that? One, I'm one hit a quitter right there with the with the uh, with the Detroit Lions. Aaron Rodgers, Lambeau, Matt Lafleur since he's been the head coach with the Green Bay Packers have never lost at home in December. It's January. It right? is January. Well, Jan okay, December, yeah, January. Understood. December, January. Yes. Point is well taken. Yes. Everyone, by the way, we made the pick on that game earlier yeah. in the show. Everyone but me is riding with Green Bay. I think if the Lions have the playoffs to play for, I think the Lions have been the better team the second half of the season. I know Rodgers has been hot. You know what? You know what? You know what I feel like doing? Changing my pick. Okay. Oh. I don't want I, I think the Packers are done. I think they're done. Get out of here. I'm not sorry. <laughs> oh, my God, this is all, it's all over my suit. <laughs> Wait a minute. What is this? What is this? <laughs> I can't. Don't get it on It's my everywhere. Suit. I'll it say is this. everywhere. With that stuff on your finger, by the way, you would be you would win 20 games as a starter. In that's, that's it. Right. That's, that's it. Right. Little giants. Little giants. Those.
Those are the picks as we roll on. Aaron Rodgers, he's been good, not great, during the Packers winning streak. Does he need to be a bad man Sunday for Green Bay to win? Stephen A., Marcus, D. Wood, and Molly debating that and more. First take, top of the hour here on ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Our next ESPN Hockey Night is tonight with Alex Ovechkin and the Caps in Columbus taking on the Blue Jackets. Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock Eastern. And one more time before we make way for Stephen A. and company on first take, uh, Rob Nikovich, uh, who was made to look bad by Aaron Rodgers this season with all his predictions. It's not the first time, Ninko, they made you look bad on the field once before. Yeah, he made me look pretty bad. Yeah, this is uh, many times Aaron Rodgers has made me look foolish. So, yeah, it's okay. It's Aaron Rodgers in this particular instance. I missed him. He ran for a first down. We lost the game. It's, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of that, everything was just fine. It's just great. Thank yeah. you we for getting the Super Bowl that year, though. It will be news all day long. We'll see you tomorrow. First take starts now.